This is Unclaimed Bands, episode 8. Hey music lovers, I'm Amanda Mayhem, and welcome to another edition of Unclaimed Bands with Suburban Losers. Welcome guys. Thank so, you. Let's dive right into this. Uh, I'm Jason, I play drums. I'm Alex, I play guitar and I have smooth vocals. I'm Rich, I play bass and I kind of scream, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> we'll talk about what you scream about in just a little <clears throat> bit. But right now I'm interested in how you came up with the band name. The only thing about it I remember is me and Rich were texting, trying to come up with a band name. And suburb. we wanted to do something with Suburban and then he thought retards, but I said losers. And then we. that's how it went. Why did you want to do something with Suburban? Well, we, we all grew up in like the suburbs and me personally, my favorite place is like the suburbs because it's just so like calm and I don't know. It's just a sense of home, I guess. But like, losers part was just like, everyone's been calling us losers for like ever. So we're just like, you know, here's a big like, fuck you. We're losers and we're proud of it. Why were people calling you losers? Well, <laughs> many reasons. Uh, I dropped out of college after a month. I, for the past five years, I've done nothing but work in a grocery store. <laughs> I dropped out of school. I was in ninth grade twice, seventh grade twice. And I just kind of adopted it because I joined later. Yeah. <laughs> and how's that affected the music that you write and play? I guess it's, uh, like, angry. Like, angry at society for thinking low of us when we think, you know, we're... Just we're as good. Yeah. You know, we're just... We're nice people. I mean, I don't think our status really should have anything to do with what people think about us. Who writes the songs in the band? Me and him. I wrote Alex. one song. He wrote one song, but we're me and Alex are the main uh, songwriters. What's the songwriting process like? It's usually lyrics first, yeah. and one of us tries to come up with a catchy riff. It's usually him. Can you mm. tell us a little bit about your lyrical content? I guess it all depends. Like, cause we write different style songs. Like, like we're we're different entities with songwriting I guess like mine usually come from like anger and frustration on like women uh you know um school shit like that it's just like usually when I write I'm usually really really pissed off and it just comes out in there but mine usually just come about staying up until three o'clock eating greasy foods <laughs> that's pretty much me just creative mind I only wrote one song, so I can't really answer that. <laughs> it's about wolves, though. It's good. It's a damn good song. It is a good song. What's your favorite song? My favorite song is ICU, Intensive Care Unit, which is actually a song that Alex wrote. I like the bass riff. I like the play, and it's really fun. And I like the lyrics a lot. It's one of the only songs we do harmony on. Yeah. This might sound pretty egotistical, but my favorite song is the song I wrote. <laughs> oh, it would be. He's that guy in the band. Yeah. He is that guy. He's so, that guy. It's called These Streets Are Full of Wolves, and I like it because of the lyrics, which, again, egotistical. And it's really fast-paced, and that's the kind of songs I like to play. So that's why I like it. Well, I'm sick of talking about these songs. Let's hear a track. This is Kevin Smith by Suburban Losers. Keep me stepped in on my toes The best lights, the best times How to write such gold Take it from a fan who cares 
heard Kevin Smith by Suburban Losers. Great track. Now, as I read in an interview, you wrote it because you're a big fan of Kevin Smith. Does he know you wrote the song about him? We wish. We wish. Uh, (laughs) Honestly, I've sent him at least three messages on MySpace. Uh, I sent him a message on Twitter. I even sent him a physical copy of the CD because Jason got his address somewhere. Facebook. Facebook. (laughs) I sent him a copy of the CD and no response yet. So, no, he doesn't know. Kevin I mean, Smith, if you are listening, <laughs> contact Suburban Losers. Hopefully, the artwork on the next album will make him see that we love him. A little too much. <laughs> Physically. Looking over some of the lyrics in your songs, I noticed some straight-edge references. Are you guys straight-edge? Yes. 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 We all are. Definitely. Why are you straight-edge? I just always thought drinking, doing drugs, and smoking was just stupid. There's no point to it. I got, like, the same feeling, except, like, there's family issues with me. Most of my family's addicted to drugs or alcoholics, and I just didn't want to grow up that way. And I've always just, I've had family problems with drugs. Not really drugs, alcohol and uh, cigarettes. I've just always found them repulsive. And I've just always thought that I could stay above that, stay sober, stay clean, and still live a happy life. Has that affected your fan base, shows, or your music at all? Uh, People look at us weird weird when we play in bars. Yeah. 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 And then the one time, uh, our old stickers that we used to have said straight edge punk rock, and some guy comes up and's like, yo, take a sticker, it's free. Shane remembers this. Take a sticker, it's free, and he picks it up. He's like, oh, straight edge, fuck that, and he puts it down and walks yeah, away. Yeah, it was a free sticker. It was a free he sticker. Take it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well,. Do you guys have any good tales about being a straight-edge punk rock man? <laughs> We're straight-edge. Yeah, uh, well, that's good enough. Any, any cool stories? You mean any uh, straight-edge... Other, uh, any other straight-edge bands or straight-edge influences or ha- get any type of good credit for it from anybody? Was, I don't think we've ever met another straight-edge band. Is Twin Killing a straight-edge band? Twin Killing, oh, yeah. 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 Well, just Mike is. So you, there's not really a straight edge scene in no, not, no. not really in Hamburg, PA. Pennsylvania. No, but Hamburg is no scene. <laughs> Hamburg is no scene at all. It's How big ready. is Hamburg, by um, the way? It's like this. It's pretty, pretty much. much just okay. A it's school just and uh, Redners. <laughs> and some fast food. Oh, Cabela's. I was oh yeah, Cabela's. Oh, Cabela's. I love Cabela's. No, no, no you, really. you really don't. Yeah, no, we don't. Where do you guys usually play shows at? Anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. We can possibly get a show. Yeah. It doesn't matter how far. Well, it does, but. Well, it, it does because we borrowed Jason's parents' van. <laughs> We're not allowed to take it like two hours away from this area. That's More how the Ramones started. Yeah. We, we usually get a pretty good um, draw when we play in Hamburg, but that doesn't happen often. That's only because we're from Hamburg. So. <laughs> Shout out to Hamburg? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to pass. <laughs> Who are your musical influences? Minor Threat. Alkaline Trio for me, Rise Against, 
Uh, I think it's Alkaline Trio for all of us. Yeah, Alkaline Trio is like Green Day. Yeah, early Green Day, not not the new. For for me personally, it's uh, Alkaline Trio, the Lawrence Arms, Against Me, are my top three. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> I'm, I like being Gwen Stefani. Rick Astley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now we're gonna give you up. <laughs> These bands set goals and they achieve them and are successful. What are your goals? Be heard. Be heard. Be heard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right now, just released our, just to release our first album, and tour. That's pretty much it for right now. That's our current goals. I mean, I don't know about these guys, but my goals is just to, you know, people hear our music, hopefully make money off it. You know, it's not what it's all about, though. You know, I just want to have fun, like, do something you love. Do something I love for the rest of my life, and then die knowing that I've done that. Or you could not die. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Can be a vampire. Happens. Awesome. Okay, let's hear another track. This is Alternative Lifestyle by Suburban Losers.
You just heard Alternative Lifestyle by Suburban Losers. Where can we find all these tracks at? Uh, Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Mostly, like, suburbanlosers.bandcamp.com is, like, our music... Uh, mecca. Mecca. Like, we have all of our demos on there for free download, and our first EP, the Suburban Losers EP, is up there for... You can download it for $2 or just listen to it for free on the site. And then myspace.com slash suburbanlosers and youtube.com slash suburbanlosers for videos. Videos are hilarious. Yeah. I recommend yes. those to everyone. <laughs> with badass videos. Besides social networking, how do you promote your band? Well, we try to promote us through t-shirts, but we don't have a whole lot of money to make t-shirts or people to buy them. Are you yeah, planning to do that, though? Yeah. Like we, we have shirts out, just nice. not many. Not many anymore, but not we many. did. And there's going to probably be more when the new album comes out. Hopefully. Definitely. If we get money. What's the, <laughs> how does the new full length different from the demos and the EPs that you recorded in the past? Well, they sound a whole lot better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're just better songs, because we grew as songwriters. Well, those two did. And better musicians now than we were before. Yeah, most of the uh, songs on the full-length record were on the demos. We've actually improved in those songs. Like, we want to do this. Like, we say, like, let's do this differently for the record, and then we did. But all in all, like, compared to the EP, it's definitely better in... I'd say the sound quality, like, personally, I like them both the same. Uh, but the songs are just better. The full-length seems to have more depth. Like, it speaks more to you than the EP would, because... It's seven songs on the EP, but it doesn't really Show grab you or tell you tell what it's about. But the full length is really, personally, amazing. And it has an acoustic song. It sure does. And a hidden track. And I was going to say, and a hidden track? And oh, hidden that's track. gold. <laughs> I recommend everyone definitely check that out. Give us money so we can release it. <laughs> yeah, give us money. Where did you, you record at? Uh, Actar Studios. Actar Studios in Burnville, PA. With uh, Mike Radke, an awesome dude. And uh, Frank Phobia produced Frank Phobia. it. Another awesome dude. And um, we're in talks with uh, Overdose on Records, it's a local record label, to release the record, which is awesome. Justin Enemy and uh, Michael Stevens, they were partners in running Overdose, and it's it's an awesome, awesome label. It's got awesome bands like Alive in the Moment, Common Enemy. Kill the Car. Kill the Car. Uh, More, we but I don't know else. We haven't gotten there yet. Uh... <laughs> Still in the process of mastering and stuff, so... Those bands that you mentioned, do you play shows with them? We do. We know them all personally, and we're all we're all good friends with them. So, we usually travel in packs, so to say. We try to. We try to, yeah. It doesn't happen all the time, but... When it does, it's awesome. We need more venues. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody has a basement, let us play. <laughs> or a yard... Do you guys ever play no. Philly? We did, Once, yeah. and it was terrible. Where, where'd you play? <laughs> Wicked Bone. No, the Wicked Bone, which nobody probably ever Wicked heard Bone. of. It was just, it's this, like, warehouse it's that one of our friends... It was literally a warehouse. Opened. It was literally a warehouse. Where some dude lived and built a stage and a lighting be. system. I don't know, he had guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. guns. He was well defended. <laughs> what? It was in a, well, northeast Philly. Yeah. It was really dangerous, so he carried guns it, with him. It, no, it was an awesome sound system, an awesome place to play. It just didn't... We didn't draw a lot of people, but that was just probably because of... Us. You know, us. <laughs> and the fact that it's in Philly. No, it was like in the middle of Philly, and like everyone that we told to go was like, where's that? It's like... Yes. Yes. Just look it up and come out. Oh, we'd boy. like to play Philly. Yeah. We'd, we'd like, like to play, play anywhere. Yeah. We'd play anywhere. 
Honestly. What would be your dream show to play? Bands, oh venue, Lord. name anything you want. <laughs> well, Alkaline Trio. With Alkaline Trio, Alkaline Trio at CBGB's, which doesn't exist, <laughs> doesn't anymore, exist anymore, but that would be it's my It's a shoe dream. store now. Is it? Well, that's gay. Yep. Oh, let's shoe play store. the shoe store. It went Sex in the City. Oh, we were talking about Sex in the City. We were. <laughs> Damn it. Not to be gay or anything. But... A little gay. Not really, just so you know. No, I might be. All right, I respect <laughs> How do you see media and changes in the music industry affecting your band growth? I think it's like the media is doing a real good job of not giving little bands a chance. I know back in, like, I was like four in the 90s, but I mean, I can tell that back then it was a lot. It was better for, like, little punk bands to get, you know, because back then you had, like, no effects was doing well. Rancid was doing well. Green Day was doing well. And then, like, our style of punk is more, like, back there. So, like, now it's a little bit more difficult to get our sounds, our sound out there because we don't wear tight pants and... We're top, we're and have hair. Drinking or... We're not Lady Gaga. We're not Lady Gaga. Thank God. <laughs> I've got a dog. I guess, like, more people are downloading music, which, you know, I'm okay with. But at the same time, like, people aren't going to come out to the shows to listen to the songs anymore. They sit at home on their MySpace and listen to the songs. I mean, back in the day before MySpace, it was like, oh, here's this new band. I should go out to this show and check them out. But now it's like, here's this new band. Oh, I don't like them. I'm not going to go out to the show. Nobody just saw me click my leg to pretend it's a mouse, but I did it. (laughs) And um, I guess it's more so, like, people rely too much on the Internet nowadays and, and television than going out to see the bands, which is what... I would rather see. And just what what's popular now and nowadays is just different. And saddening. Yeah. yeah. It's all about metalcore. It's all about... Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Lady Gagme. <laughs> the Jonas Sisters. So how do you think that you can do a little 90s punk revival? Uh, I dream about every night. Uh, I think with uh, the help of the other bands on Overdose, like Alive in the Moment... And, and Common Enemy, if we were just going a huge tour, we could we could give it life. It's all, it's all about touring. We can get on tour with the Backstreet Boys. Totally. It's all about touring and getting getting your name out there. I mean, if enough if there's enough bands that are redoing like '90s pop, pop punk or just '90s hardcore punk and stuff like that, then I think people would remember. I mean, it, it's more appealing to the people that were there. You know, the people that own, like, like every Bad Religion record, every No Effects record, they see these bands like us that they can tell influence, you know. I mean, I've I've gotten compliments before, like, yo, you sound like the dude from Operation Ivy. I'm like, I don't think so, but that's cool. I mean, if, if more bands just decide to play this style and band together as one scene without hating each other, then I think definitely we can get back to where we were. Yep. all in agreements so what advice do you have for kids that want to start their own bands don't follow mainstream just do what you want to do if what you want to do is mainstream go for it but I think I'm going to have to take a line from uh, Brian Baker of Minor Threat and Bad Religion from the DVD is find a good band and don't quit quitting's for quitters quitting's for quitters quitting's for quitters nice (laughs) well thanks again for sitting down with us. Definitely appreciate that. Thank you. Fun time. I'm Amanda Mayhem from Unclaimed Bands with Suburban Losers. As always, 
with passion. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of the unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.